<laughs> we gonna do hey. it just because you brought hey. it up we gonna do it <laughs> Because you brought it up, we're going to do it. Hey, man, and we are back with another edition of the Melly D's podcast. You know what's going on, man. I'm your host, Melly Mel. And, you know, join me as always. He was pretty eager tonight. We got your boy, Dr. Drew Mar, a.k.a. Husky and Bearded. What's going on, man? Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, uh, what, Dr. Drew Mar, a.k.a. Husky, a.k.a. Walking Encyclopedia, a.k.a. Your Friendly <laughs> Neighborhood Wordsmith. Let's get it. Uh, hey, yo, he really did practice that drink. Britannica. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, you know we got your boy Life Coach Lace in the building. What's going on, man? Hey, man. Life, Co- Life Coach Lace in the building, a.k.a. the local hope dealer. We are in the building. Ooh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's new names, go. New names. dealer. And you know we got your boy T.Roy, a.k.a. Pastor Troy. What's happening? Hey, it's your boy Troy. Just want to let everybody know. Holla at us on Instagram. At Manly Deeds Podcast, Twitter at Manly Deeds underscore YouTube. Just search Manly Deeds Podcast and Facebook at Manly Deeds Podcast. Hey, just want to let everybody know we haven't went back in the tapes yet to prove Melvin wrong that he said that he wanted to be affirmed, but we are going to get go back. I never said that. And we're going to bring that up and talk about it. I never said that. So, yes, he did. I never said that, bro. And when you go back and look at the tapes, you're going to be down 20 because you done bet Lace $10 and lost both bets. He already paid up. He already said that. You're going to be down 10. Look, you're going to be down 10, Troy, because I never said that, bro. I actually had, we actually had one of the listeners reach out. And was like, when is Troy gonna stop betting you? Because you are not an individual that you want to bet against. <laughs> I said, look, it's always by any means necessary. I will get the dub. <laughs> I will Yo, get the dub. Hey. Speaking of that, speaking of which, did you um uh any any word from your your man's like, you know, we cause we, we used him last week in our in our previous podcast. What did he say as far as like, you know, did you tell him about our conversation and everything? Oh yeah, so I mean, he knows that it's gonna be dropping um, on the on the next episode, et cetera. And I gave the invitation for him to join us one evening as a guest to kind of talk about it more in depth and in detail if he chooses to. So yeah, we got opportunities to connect and engage, man. Yo, that's what's up, man. You know what? I'm gonna be open to that because I have several clarifying questions that I would love to ask. This <laughs> hey, bro, I, I was just about to say, don't do it, bro. Don't do it. But bro. I would it's love to ask this person, bro. Straight up, I really want to know. I need answers, okay. bro. I, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. So when he get a green light, we'll go. We'll get it. But Troy about to be down bad, bro, because he keeps saying that I said that I need to be affirmed, and that's not what you I did said. though. I do recall. I that. did not. I say honestly, that I'm, a, that, I, I, Mel, I'm sorry, but you did say that joint. Bro. I did not say I need. Okay, y'all. Tell you even me gave what the area. example too. You even gave the example too of when you when you came to visit Mama Lovelace and how she affirmed you. Like that's how I. I'm know. just saying. <laughs> <she said. laughs> so look, that's how I made you say. It. Because when you included so Mama Lovelace, I said, yeah. So he listen, bro. That. So listen. I that. did say that. I said that she affirmed me so good that when I got home, I told Sharita that she need to affirm me more. Okay, then. Mama no, did it. But so listen, 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 bro. Listen. I said that she needed to do that. I didn't say that I needed it to survive like Troy did. Because he's No, no, no. That's not me. what Troy said. That's he specifically asked me. No, Troy did say that because he said words of affirmation is one of his love Look at Troy basking in his dub. Look. Look at Troy basking in his dub. And that's how I, I recall because I was like, I know he said something about Mama Lovelace when she when he visited. Look, bro, and so I said I that I appreciated it. I didn't say that I needed it. I said that I appreciated it. I didn't say that I needed it. 
I'm just saying. I, I said I appreciate it. When y'all go back and look at the tape, go back and look at the tape. The only uh, the only acknowledgement that I said that I ever looked for was that head nod or head tip from my dad that let me know I was being a man out here in these streets. That was the only thing that I ever said. So when y'all rewind the tape, Melvin, all you're, y'all pay you're, up. you just keep proving everything that we're talking about. How are you saying that I'm proving it? By saying that I appreciated someone else's acknowledgement. By a- that is called affirmation. That is called affirmation. I said I appreciated it. I didn't ask for it. <laughs> Nobody said that you if asked for it. If someone give you brother. a gift that you don't ask for it and you don't ask for it, you say thank you. That's the same thing as what how is that any different? If someone surprised you with a gift, <laughs> if someone surprised you something with that you never asked for and you say thank you or that I appreciate it, how is that the same thing? That may be your response, but how did how did it make you feel? I said I appreciate it. It made me feel amazing when she when she did that. And that is an affirmation, my brother. And yes, I'm not saying that it's not an affirmation. I'm saying that I didn't need it. It you was nice that she did it, it but I didn't. You may need not have it. needed it, but you appreciated it, right? That's all I said. I said I appreciate it. I never denied that I didn't appreciate it. Because okay. in that in that episode, your your <clears> biggest <throat> qualm or beef was that women get praise for things while men get pooped on and you was like hey we need a little appreciation over here yeah i'd be defending niggas like y'all who don't speak up in public and just think that (laughs) men are supposed to suffer silence so when i be on the podcast talking i don't be talking for me bro i be talking for the voices bro i do it for the niggas behind the wall okay okay so you're advocating you're being you're being an ally i advocate for other people (laughs) you're being an ally my man said i'm gonna intercede on somebody's behalf I be saying stuff that everybody else is afraid to say. So most of the time I'm saying stuff on here, it's for other people that they afraid to say and they hoping that other Mac, people bro. hear. Just say so Bernie that's Mac, all, That's all I, I be trying to do. I be trying to, to help the community. Everything I talk about don't necessarily mean that I feel that way. I'm trying to open doors for other people, bro. We appreciate you standing in the gap, bro. We yeah. appreciate you standing yeah. in the gap. We appreciate you standing in the gap for us who, you know, suffer in silence as you would refer to us as doing and uh, yeah. Troy's in his petty bag. I can see it in his face, bro. I can see it in his face, bro. Hey, I'm rubbing off on Troy, it. bro. I'm, rub- I'm rubbing off on Troy right now. Hey, bro, that's real, bro. That's real. Hey, man, I appreciate the diversity and thought. And uh, yeah, you know, that's my new thing, by the way. Absolutely. Hey, bro, I used that joint five times this last week, bro. That's my new hey, thing, that's bro. what it is, man. That's what I'm it avoiding is. all arguments y'all. with that phrase when I won't lace. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which I usually Absolutely. don't do because I rather enjoy confrontation. But there's some sort of petty Toxic. satisfaction that I've now achieved by saying I appreciate the diversity of thought and then ignore, completely ignoring what somebody has to say. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> that is the entire point, my guy. Yo, so we just go ahead and get into it, man. Drew. You dress like you better have a good word tonight, bro. So we <laughs> he looked like a good word tonight. Your hey, word bro. better be <laughs> pristine. So we go yes. move into the word of the week or what we like to call the wild segment. For those who don't know, Dr. Jumar advocated for this very hardly. Uh, so we gave up and just let him have it. So every week we allow him to bless us with a word that's going to make us all sound smart amongst the unlearned community. Uh, and this one better be worth it. This cat Drew dressed like he about to give us some old English type of word, though. He is. Yes. I'm talking about he from is, the bro. 18 Honolds. He looked like he teach African-American studies at HBCU. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he wear a Birkenstock, for real, for real. With I do wear out. Birkenstocks. 
I just want everybody to know how toxic. I want hey, everybody I to know you. how toxic do that too. these group of folks are. Thank you, Lace. Thank you for having some culture on the podcast. I'm just um, saying. And some couth, uh, some diversity of thought. black opinions. Go ahead. Hey, da, hey, hey. You, ha- you, hey. Ha- you have to diversify your palate. And these have not You done have that to, bro. You have to, bro. Brothers is lost. But it's uh, Lace, what it ultimately is, is a lack of confidence in their feet. That's really what it is. I already oh, know. Bro. I already know. I really, I really don't have a lack of a confidence in my feet. That's the that's besides the point. Brother, that's not what it's about. I played If you loved your toes, bro, you'd be willing to show brother, the community. I played college athletics, okay? I know my toes is jacked up. I had cleats all all on my foot. All on my foot, bro. <laughs> so I know my, my my feet are jacked. Feet. As a matter of fact, um about 2-3 years ago, I went to the doctor and I was like, "Look, man, my toe been black since uh 2000 <laughs> Six. <laughs> Nigga, you risking amputation in you. <laughs> My toe been black. Toe is black in Detroit. And um, I was like, I think that I think I got athlete's foot or whatever, um, uh, toe fungus or something like that. And he was like, uh, so we ran some tests, gave me the pills, bro. My toes look like clear as day. You would think. You would think that uh, I was a toe model now. Hey, you so need a blood different. transfusion. You <laughs> hold, on, with hold, on, hold on, y'all. Let's try. <laughs> My boy needed a blood transfusion. Oh, Jesus Christ. oh but he had to. T- hold on, y'all. Let Troy. Let Troy. Let Troy finish. I think this is supposed to be positive. Which is, which is funny you say. Let, that, let Troy lace. finish. That. It's funny you say that, lace. I actually had to. I actually had to get. <laughs> I didn't get a blood trans- transfusion. I didn't have to get a blood transfusion. Oh, I thought you said you did. I was about no. to be weak, Troy. But they did have to test my liver first. They had to test oh, my liver you, first to you. make sure that my liver can take uh take the medication that they was gonna give me. Good oh night, boy. bro. I'm a college I was athlete. You, bro. I was I was looking for the positivity in what you were saying, bro. You kept talking, and I was like, "Man, Troy really wants oh this to be positive," <clears throat> and I couldn't find it. That's a wild oh, story, man. Troy. So, how long was you walking around with the black foot, Troy? So it was it was two things. It was my big toe. It was my left big toe, and both my pinky toes jacked just jacked and for a while we was like we just was like man everybody got a jacked up pinky toe not the case there's actually medication for that jacked up pinky toe if you if your family if you and your family members got a jacked up pinky toe that everybody got there's medication for that that's not just how life is you can get (laughs) okay let y'all know this right now so bro i took that pill I, I think because it's kind of like a biotic, um, not not a biotic. I, you said it last week, um, Lace, and I totally forgot. Uh, uh, antibiotic. It's one of those things mm-hmm. like you got to finish the whole pack. After I finished the pack, bro, right. bro, straight, straight as straight as all. Good. Man, well, I, 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 I'm I'm happy for you, bro. I'm glad your feet cleared up. I hate every last one of y'all. Sure. I hate every last one of y'all. <clears throat> and I, I I hope I hope I hope I hope. How long did you walk around with black toes? Uh, you didn't say how long you was walking around like that. You told us how you fixed it, but you didn't say how long you. So was. that was probably about 2006 until 
17, maybe. Troy. So you was walking around with you black walked toes around with black for, 10 toes years, for a 10 decade. Years. <laughs> it was just it was normal. Bro, I play I play sport. Ask any athlete that that actually Troy, played. That I got, haven't never had black toes, bro. bro you never played a contact life. sport though. That has a lot to do with What it. are you talking about? You play you you play baseball, my guy. Basketball and football, Troy. In I played three sports. In college? I played two college sports, basketball and baseball. Who, and I played play semi-pro sem- football. Semi-pro. And I played semi-pro did. football, Who Troy. basketball team did you play for? <laughs> Lynchburg College. <laughs> for real? Yeah, for one season before I quit. That don't count, man. That don't count. How it don't count? Because you, bro, I play football. Okay, Troy, I still wore, cle- I still wore cleats for 20-something hey, years brother, of my life. I, I can't wearing, let you have this one, bro. For about twenty some years of my life too, yeah, maybe a little bit. More. And my I, toes I ain't we black. We all say we've all had some athletic uh, <laughs> engagements in our life. <laughs> Troy, you're not about to make it seem like it's normal that for all of us to have black toes. Well, you are gonna have some messed up extremities or something like that. My my uh matter of fact, my ring finger, my ring finger on my right hand, Jack. Yeah, look at yours. You talking to the choir, bro. Your pinky. You ain't about to tell talk to me about extremities. Your pointing at your point finger, bro. That's not how it's supposed to be. Troy, yeah. ain't a joke on this earth that you can tell me about my pinky that's going to make me feel bad, I was making an observation. Bro. I wasn't even trying to make a joke. That's for I don't heard at all. When you born you like You never this, noticed that hand, bro. You never noticed that on him, Troy. I said, good God, what happened to you, my guy? Everybody always asks that, bro. Uh, so like, did you, you break know, it? No, I was born like you that. You know. You know. I thought it got oh, caught thought, in a meat cleaver yeah, one time. I, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Said, golly, was you grounding beef, my guy? Bro, Drew, if you don't give his word of the week, man, we're going to be here forever. Come on with the word, Drew. Come on with the word. Yeah, we forgot. Troy got a sidetrack talking about his feet. <laughs> This word better be immaculate, by the way. <laughs> but uh, the word of the week is prosaic. Mm. P-R-O-S-A-I-C. Essentially, it is a uh, synonym of dull, um, unimaginative, everyday monotony. or monotony. Basic, in other words. Commonplace. Yes. Basic. So when I try to be uh, shady, I tell people that their lifestyle is prosaic to basically say that they're basic. Mm. Mm. I'm with that. List. As to my list of words. So you can actually tell somebody okay. on social media, you are prosaic. You're a prosaic B. You are per- you are perpetrating prosaic tendencies. Mm. Hey, bro, why do <laughs> people get on social media to make private pages? That's a good point. Why are you going to get on social media if you're going to make a private page? For a multitude of reasons, I would assume. Maybe they want privacy, bro. Well, why you get on a social network if you want privacy? To be connected to those who they love. Why you can't do that in person? Maybe they live far away, bro. Melvin, to answer your question, to be honest with you, they 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 desire to be a part of community they want to go to other people's community, but they don't necessarily want to bring invite want people, in people their to com- their community. Right, That's right. basically what it is. 
till they nosy as hell. Yeah. And now on on Instagram, some people have private pages for uh marketing purposes. You know what I mean? So it's like um in order for you so for instance, like I know this one funny page, I think it's called Nugget. In order for you to see if I want to share a nugget post to you, you gotta first subscribe to it first. And that guarantees that they get people to subscribe to their page instead of just going sure. to the page every once in a while and not subscribing and going everywhere because subscribers are, are the new thing nowadays. So they just want to up the number of their subscribers. So some of it, some of it is uh, marketing strategic and other other for others, they just want to go to other people's community without having them come to theirs. I think it's counterintuitive. And uh, I think it's a waste of time in essence. Well, you know, I, w- I would disagree because the majority of my pages are private. And honestly, I just do it for. Lace exactly who I'm talking about because he <laughs> privates his tweets. Lace, Lace, pisses, Lace pisses me off because he even got his, his tweets locked. I can't even retweet. You know what's the point of Twitter to be able to retweet a person? And you can't and even retweet so, Lace's but honestly, tweets. Honestly, I use it just for the laughs and the giggles. Like I do not use it for anything other than that, to be quite honest with you. And I connect with people who I want to connect with. I could care less about the world. So for me, it's it's solely for for that particular purpose. But I understand. I, I appreciate your diversity in thought. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that, bro. That's probably an unpopular opinion on my part. I just feel like what's the point in getting on the social media to be not social? Just don't get on there. Just don't create an account. But you also had to think too. Well, we I'll, I'll say that for the for the chat. But <laughs> and also too, Melvin. You know, a lot of people use social media as a source of entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Like they go to it. That's what I'm saying. Like legit. Yeah, they they go I, to it for the for, for laughs and giggles. Laughs and giggles. I don't want y'all to know nothing about me. I just come just coming here to be a um to uh to be an observer to to get, but I'm not going to be given. Especially based off that video I sent y'all the other day. What you want to post? Say that again. You do know you can have an account and post only what you want to post. But I don't need to post. That's the thing. I'm not a. So that's what I'm saying. If you don't need to post and you don't want to post, what's the point of it being private anyway? Because most of the time you ain't really got nothing worth 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 making it private. No way. Once again, you're, you're right. You don't want people to come. But again, it's not true. I'm, I'm I'm going to use Troy's analogy where I like to go to other communities and leave. I like to go to the cookout <laughs> and leave when I want to leave. I'm not bringing no plates. I'm not bringing. And I don't no want dish. you at my house. I just want to say what's up. See how everybody doing. How you feel like you can't leave when? I appreciate the diversity and thought. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> That's basically what it is, man. Some people are just very introverted at, to the point is like you know they. They just don't want like to share myself. themselves. And people may I not also, know it. I'm truly an introverted at heart. Absolutely. Hey, Lace, that's is why you bring that up. Because somebody at work. Introverts. Somebody at work, they were like, yo, they were like, Cam, you an introvert? And I was like, yes, I just be putting on. I really don't like to be bothered. Be fake putting okay, on. Okay, Cam. Yeah, I hate, hey, pet peeves. I hate when people okay, take Cam. liberties with my name that I didn't give them. I never told you to call <laughs> me Cam. I never told you to do that. So what you want him to call you? Yeah, you call me Cameron. If we rocking, you call me Drew. But if you don't know me like that, you call me I feel Cameron. that. I feel that. Yo, feel you're that. the only black person I know with two first names. <laughs> two first 
two white hey, first names. Two white first names. At hey, your I parents knew. Really double down hey, on your resume. Hey, Cameron they, like, I want to make sure my boy get a call back. Cameron yeah, is hey, a boy, it was almost. I would say so. My, I, well, I have a little brother named Cameron, and I always thought that his name was very white compared to the rest of us. Hey, I'm uh, not going to uh, lie. I used to mess with a shorty, and she told me that my name was too white for her to mess with me. She said, when I Google your name, white golfers come up. Now, now, hey, well, guess what? You dodged the bullet, my guy. You dodged the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Let Lace tell it all the all the uh, stuff with bullets. You you die you dodged the bullet. Yo, one episode, we're gonna have Lace just tell stories about him giving words of advice to people who are dating. And stuff oh, like easy. That. That's, That's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. But, That's hey, not a problem at all. Let me tell you something. This is an unpopular black opinion. Well, there's nothing wrong with uh, there's nothing wrong with my name. It oh, was that, almost no, whiter. Wrong with your name? It was almost yeah, whiter. No. It was almost Cameron Andrew, but mm. they had to. Oh my they God. Had to take a Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and your last name too. On top of that, when I go say your last name more, here, right? Yeah. More, man. Yeah. You sound like you come from money with that, hey, Cameron hey, Andrew. Melvin, go ahead, Melvin. Go ahead and cue us up because. Drew already took us in, but go ahead, cue us up, Melvin. We thought it'd be good tonight to talk about unpopular black opinions uh, and just have a little fun. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Drew kind of started us off a little bit uh, by talking about how Caucasian his name is. And uh, I ain't saying like nothing is wrong with his name, Caucasus. but it is, it, is very, it is very Caucasian. Well, I mean, most, I mean, speaking from Drew's name, most people think my name, when they don't know me or they're about to meet me or emailing or whatever, they think I'm a female just from Lashan. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't yeah, assume yeah, yeah. that I'm a mm. that I'm a male. What, did they mm. always call you Lace your whole life? No, honestly, um, my barber growing up started calling me Big Lace and calling my younger brother uh, Little Lace. So mm. yeah, my barber, uh, God rest his soul, you um, started actually calling me that. Got you. Cause when I first met a you, bald nigga with a barber. Go ahead, Troy. When I first met you, you, you told me <laughs> that your name was Lashan, and I was like, I am not about to call this grown man Lashan. I'm going to call him something else. <laughs> so I, I started calling you Lace, and I ain't know if I made that up, and then other people started following suit. Oh no, nah, you were you were not the originator. You cannot take credit for that. Okay, uh, right. But I appreciate right, it. I, I appreciate Troy it. trying to soldier boy Lace's name. But now I can yeah, call you, you know Lashando I mean? because I know you now, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's Lashando. Right, yeah, correct. I'll call you that. See, I hate. Well, you gotta think when we, doing, when we met, I gave you the official because you know what I'm saying of the work that I was doing and all that kind of stuff. So you, you know, know how Lace I mean, be that's why. Politic, yeah, councilman. Yeah, always. Hey, bro, always. You never know. Taking liberties with your name that you did. Yo, Troy, how you just gonna tell? How you gonna define what you gonna call another? grown man bro. well 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 you, there uh there is a study that shows that if you are willing to give someone a nickname that 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 indicates that you have a connection with that individual Fact. and so because i throw out nicknames on a regular right and i was like i don't want to call him lashan all the time first of all there's two syllables i ain't trying to do that and so <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, let, I can't call him Lovelace. Let me just call him Lace. Although Lovelace is tough, and it came from uh, the movie Happy Feet. It's first my my first time introduction to it. It was really dope. Um, Lovelace is a hard last name. It bro. is a tough last name, bro. That drinks hard. It goes hard. But I used to I used to not like uh, people like Troy who had a strong name. So then they would always make fun of people who had a a weak a quote unquote weaker name. Like Troy is a strong name. Like ain't nobody gonna say nothing that negative. That is not about a Troy. strong name. Bro. It's a strong name. Let me tell you why. <laughs> it's a, let me tell you why it's a strong name. Let me tell you why Troy is a strong name. Because you can use it when you're young, 
middle age or old, and nobody's going to have nothing negative to say about nobody named Troy. When your name is Melvin and you're in kindergarten. That's an old name. Yeah. That you got to grow name. into that yeah. name. My name didn't become good to useful until like three years <laughs> ago. Yeah, you sound like you changed, really you changed engine oil with that name. Like <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> Yo, when I was a kid, I ain't really have no nicknames or none that I was really proud of to tell people about. I ain't got no middle name. <laughs> so you don't have a you middle know what I'm saying? Like, Christ. I don't have a middle name. I don't have a middle name. So only thing that people and people didn't even start calling me Mel until I would say like in the last couple of years. Like people used to literally call my whole name, my whole life. Mm-hmm. I never called you. We never called you that. What? We never Everyone called you used to Melvin. say my whole name. Who? Everybody until recently. Yeah. I don't know why everybody started. The I don't, I don't think I ever called you Melvin, bro. I don't think I ever I said think, it. Because that, that just sounds I know like, Troy oh. and Drew do it. And Troy be doing it on the podcast still. Saying my oh, whole okay, government. Got you, got you. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe they have, but I, I don't recall. Because <laughs> he's used to calling me that. Now, my middle name is Ghetto. It, it is the it is the epitome of what ghetto-ness is. You take the word Sean and you put something either at the beginning or the end of it to emphasize it so mine is ver sean um i was ashamed of it for a long period of my uh of my life and now bro it's like that's my identity i love that name and i put it on every that's last your middle name i put it on, on every last one of my um resumes too just to let people know hey this is potentially a black person and i want you to know i'm black Hey, bro, you definitely go to the name? you go to the DEI pod, bro. Immediately, bro. Once they see your middle name, <laughs> right? Hey, we go, we gonna slide him over here. We go slide um, DEI. Popular, unpopular black opinion, and I know this is unpopular. You don't have to give your kids white names to make sure they get jobs. Oh, give your kids the no, name that you, that you want to give them, and stop trying to give them these white names to make them seem white on paper. They gonna not get the job regardless if if they don't get it because they name. <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they don't get it because of their name, when they show up to the interview and realize this Adam is a black Adam and not a white Adam, he still ain't going to get the job. So save your children the time and embarrassment of putting on that suit and tie and doing an hour interview trying to prove himself for a job he might not get anyway. Name your My kids God. what you want to name. Hey, so nah, I'm glad that got brought I, I, up. I don't know if I can support that. I don't know if I, because I've seen some hey. wild names. Go ahead, hey, Drew. It's two schools of thought. Um. So in seminary right now, we're studying what's called African retentions, right? Like what is innately African? And I have always argued to people that if you see somebody uh, name, uh, somebody's name come across like your desk and you think, quote unquote, it's a black name, that's just a subtle reminder that we're not supposed to be here. And I think when people name, like, bro, like think about an African name that, you know, quote unquote, is difficult to pronounce for a native English speaker. You know what I'm saying? Like it's an African retention for our names to be the the, uh, the way that they are. But I am. Um, I, I I definitely was embarrassed by my name because cats used to tell me my name was white when I was younger, and so it was it was definitely it bothersome for me. <clears throat> I don't think it's I don't think it's black or white, <laughs> but that's another conversation for another time. Go ahead, bro. But I'm no, one of one of my pet peeves is definitely um, when I get to the interview and they like, uh, "Can I help you?" I'm like, "Yeah, my name is Cameron Moore. I'm here for the interview." Oh. Um, oh wow! I've never oh, had. Wow. They'll be right with you. I'm, oh yeah, bro. Oh, absolutely, dog. Bro, look where I've gone to school, mm. Cameron. I'm not gonna say my last name. <laughs> and did they see what I went to school for? Political science, bro. They definitely think I'm white. Uh, I got you. I got you. Dude. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. 
Lace, why are you advocating for people not changing their names? Because I, I just think that it, it, you have to be authentically yourself. I think that we as black folk are learning to navigate that space um, and to just show up in the way that we uh, deem necessary. So I think that you should be able to um, name individuals or your child or whomever um, what you deem is. Ne- I mean, you got to think a lot of black folk, we have a lot of meaning to our names. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my daughter's name um, is, you know, miracle from God, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So well, you know about her journey you'd understand the name. So that kind of stuff um, I get, but some names are just wild. Like I've seen um, individuals named Champagne before, you know what I mean? <laughs> individuals named Crayola, you know what Come I mean? On, like man. that kind of stuff. I've seen that as well. So so here's the thing, Un- unpopular black opinion. I do believe that we can be unique in our names, but we there is a level of uniqueness that we should not tap into. For in- Why though? For instance, there is a young lady walk walking around today. Her name is Ashole. That's actually pretty. That's a that's a pretty name when you think about it, Ashole. But her parents decided to spell it A S S H O L E apostrophe. Come on, man. Why you gonna Asshole. set your daughter? <laughs> why you gonna set your daughter up like that, man? It's the spelling. They needed. They needed to take an S out. Yes, but I'm just saying it, it's 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 the mm. desire to be unique, but it's just going too far with a lot of stuff. Um, my man, um, what's my man's name? Um, <clears throat> well, he's white though. Um, uh, Elon Musk named his kids a bunch of uh, numbers and random letters. You know what I'm saying? Like that that that's a little bit too much, man. I and I, I don't. Yeah, that's. I, I got to Google that now. Um, I guess I feel you on that one. The too the too unique of a name for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yo, what X A E A hyphen X I I? Yes, bro, it's too much, bro. Well, see, he's rich, so he can do that. He can name his kids. <laughs> yeah, that. they trust fund babies. Yeah, they, they ain't got to worry about nothing. <laughs> They're never gonna fill out a job application, but that's ever, besides the point. Ever, bro. Exactly. They don't have to. Ever, bro. Hey, can uh quick transition in talking about uh unpopular opinions. Um, Ray Ray and Nook Nook, we should never free them. Okay, free my cousin Ray Ray, free my cousin Bam Bam. Uh, I know they killed. Six. Why can't we free him, Troy? I, I think hey, it nah, bro, free my nigga. Is, bro. Hey, bro, free my nigga till it's backwards, bro. I know, I know free they kill backwards. I know they kill uh twenty people, but you know, freedom, man. Cause it depends on what it is, Troy. Them niggas is a menace to society. Okay, so we need to let them <laughs> be where they are. And get some depends on what it is. Unpopular black opinion. That is very unpopular. Troy sound like an old Baptist minister. Troy sound like he' about to lead the Republican National Convention. Bro. Correct. He might intro. be speaking in the next couple of months. Hey. <laughs> Which I don't. We I have really got to get understand. tougher on crime. See, I really do think it depends on what it is. Troy. Our community in in some areas are kind of backward. It's kind of backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like even. Remember when when Diddy ran that whole Whoa. stop snitching stop snitching type of campaign back in the nineties or early twenties, um, two thousand. Um, when it's when it's the not snitching part in your favor, that's when we applaud it. But when it's against my family and I'm trying to get justice for something that happened for me, I want somebody to come forth and tell the truth. 
it's not it's not Why a matter just... of I, I don't I don't I want to protect the hood and all that type of stuff. No, I want justice for my family member. Why can't you just spend the block? The nigga in a cardigan talking about spinning the block. <laughs> <laughs> I just Dang, asked the question. I'm just put the nigga Card- in the cardigan talking gangsta. about spinning the cardigan's block. Cardigan's a gangster, bro. Cardigan's hey, no, a that's see, that's an unpopular, that's an unpopular opinion too. People think because you dress a certain way that you ain't, you know, capable of tapping into another part of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh he yeah, dressed a certain way, so he ain't about absolutely. that life. Or niggas automatically assume because you come from a two parent household that you can't be. Uh, thuggish in no type of way because <laughs> you got two parents your mama, your oh, you daddy got two cared parents, about you spoon fed nigga this nigga had love and love and care at his home <laughs> well, that this he can't be this nigga ain't hard he had love hey that is definitely a go ahead troy i'm gonna Melvin, say and you in that same vein of talking about family members there's you know mother's day is coming up and there is a popular opinion and i, I really want y'all's input on this there's a popular opinion that a, a mother can raise a man to be a man. Strongly disagree. I think that they can do it to the extent of Def- their I'll, ability. But I would say define raise. I would define say raise into a man. I mean, are you saying like clothes on their back, roof over their head, shoes on their feet, food? If on that's the table? what you're saying, then yes. Or are you talking about the, the but to teach you know, them the how to be a man? No. No way. Hey, I'm gonna do my and best. I only say that, money and, and I only, and I only say no. that because I only say that because as a man, not taken away from from women, but I feel like even the, those of us who have fathers, at a certain point, all of us feel like we need to step out on our own and figure out who we are as a man, what we what we find interesting, what type of person we want to be, you know, as a man. And some of the learnings that we go through, we go through through experience. Like we may have seen somebody else or model after somebody else or try to take things from, you know, someone, but ultimately, all of us start to you know, uh, smell ourselves and we get to the point where we start, you know, talking back to our dads or You're not necessarily listening to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, so that's why I say, you know, that's why I say I don't necessarily think that they, you know, they can do that. Of course, you know, clothing them, caring for them and stuff like that. Yeah, but they'll never be able to, they'll never be able to really do that. Yeah. It's a lived experience thing, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think you can tap into some aspects of it, but it can be tough. Just like we can't, teach women how to be women or and I whatever, know I you know can't. what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? That's that's a part of it. So it's definitely, uh, it definitely goes both ways. Shoot, I recognize that now with my daughter. I was just talking to Sharita about that the other day. Something came up. I said, you look, you need to talk to your daughter because <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to have a conversation with her as, as her mother because I, I can't have the conversation. It's certain stuff that, you know, I'm learning that I can't talk to her about, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm just like, look, I'm glad my daughter got a mama because some of the stuff that we got to talk about around here, I'm just like, ain't no way I'd be able to get through them conversations. No, it's real. So, and the emotional range that yeah. you know, young girls have, um, primarily when they're going into preteen age. And I mean, God forbid, um, if my little one, if she, if she, uh, if Unflow show up at school, then she's short, we're going to have to go get some toilet paper or something. <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's about to be a problem. Uh, so, yeah, I feel you on that. A unpopular black opinion. Stop treating black people who came from a two parent household as less than. <laughs> what you mean less than? Like that, Drew, <laughs> <on> his, <laughs> Drew, Drew. 
Let bruh, me look, Troy, listen, Drew. No, Troy, hold on. Let, can no, I finish my no, thought? Uh-uh, no, no, let him, no, bro. No, 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 no let him no, explain. No, Troy, no, no Troy, at least no, let him bro. say. At least no, let him a, say why he. No. What in context he means less let than? Me, and let then me you get go. this off my chest, Drew. Okay, no, bro, you didn't even let me finish my comment, bro. How you gonna make the comment? Okay, to have two parents, bro. I didn't say. I didn't say that it wasn't, bro. You didn't let me finish my statement, Troy. You didn't let me finish my statement. We actually, Troy. You didn't let me finish my statement. Appreciate you. Affirm you Troy. did not we let me finish my statement, you because bro. You can tell us about the experience. I want the listeners to know to affirm them, null and void anything Troy is saying because that is not <laughs> what I'm talking what about. I'm trying, I'm trying to encourage affirm your brother. I didn't Troy. finish. I didn't finish, bro. I didn't finish. All right, tell us what you context you mean less than. So I'll put I'll put this unpopular black opinion in a larger frame. It's almost for us. It's a badge of honor to struggle. Oh. It was just me and my mom. Oh, I did some time. Oh, I did it 10 toes down, whatever the case may be. He's he's, he's okay right now. He's okay, Lace. Yeah, he good. Go keep going, Drew. That's good. So it's like a badge of honor. And so if you see a cat who did not, quote unquote, have a similar struggle, it's not necessarily just a two-parent household or you had this or you had that. For example, education or college. Oh, you you don't. It's like I lose my blackness or my identity if I had certain things afforded to me or my path was different. And that's why that's why things are so divided and so divisive in the black community, because my path was different than yours. So you assume that I don't understand the struggle. So because I came from a two-parent household, you assume I don't understand this struggle or that struggle, well, to, or because of whatever the case may that, be. To add to that, Drew, I understand your point. Um, I appreciate the diversity of thought. <laughs> I do believe that. <laughs> I, I do believe that you you do have a a point because a lot of people do view it that way. But I also share the same sentiment. For it's always wild to me to hear black men who are say they could be in position of power, they could be a thought leader um, in some way, um, but they are married to a white woman. Like that is just that I hear it all the time. Like how you at, you know down for the people this and that, but you going home to the same you going home to an oppressor. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So. We, I, I, I understand your point, and I see um, how that can intersect with some other things, especially within the black community. So I appreciate you sharing that. I'm also one of those people because I don't understand how that's possible. Uh, <laughs> but Drew, bro, um, <laughs> I really don't understand how that's possible. But that's the whole. That could be a whole nother podcast. Um, you do gotta let that go, bro. You got. You had two parents. You had it's two okay, good parents. Drew. Your situation is different. And I know what you're Y'all talking about. People hold as a bad eye. People hold as I a... I understand your logic. Of, I understand I, what I, you're I'm saying, you, bro. Drew. See, Drew in his bag now where you disagree. He feel like you ain't hearing him. Listen. I didn't I say you. that, bro. I just I said you. that. Y'all don't get my... I hear I, you. Y'all don't get my larger I point. You. I hear you. I acknowledge you. <laughs> don't give me words of affirmation. <laughs> just state your point. I hear you. I, I just you want you to feel heard. I hear you, bro. I there, I'm there with you. I empathize with you. Hell, I sympathize with you, my brother. Mm. All I'm saying is <laughs> other people is quote unquote holding you less than the reason. You know, why the, uh, the biggest reason why a lot of black people would glorify the struggle, because it's a lot easier for me to make you feel bad for your accomplishments than it is for me to make peace about my story and what I feel like I missed out on or, or the right, opportunities right, or advantages right, right. that I didn't have. So it's easier for someone to say, oh, you ain't struggle for nothing. Oh, this nigga spoon fed because his parents had a decent job and didn't abuse him. And- well, <laughs> that's not funny. I didn't mean to laugh at that. 
You laughed at something. I didn't mean to laugh at that. You laughed at something. You laughed at that. Look, I had a thought. Listen, toxic. It came out. I caught it as it came out. That's not funny. I should not have laughed at that. I'm just saying it's much easier for other people to just try to make you feel bad for feeling like you didn't have to struggle or get to where you got to. So that's, we, okay, we do so that Mel, as a people. We do that as a people all the time, though. I mean, it could be exactly you know, a kid to have. Oh, you rocking the Jordans or whatever. So now I got to come at you because you got something that I want, but that I don't have. So we, we do it all the time as people, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just that's just what it is. So, Mel, so so with what you just said, we had a podcast a few weeks ago where we talked about, um, you were talking about Mr. Fix-It, I think that's what it was. Yeah. And you basically talked about you did not like that our people sometimes have a victim mentality. Is that not a victim mentality that I'm going to focus on where you may be, where you may be rich in a certain area and I may be poor in that area? So instead of me trying to figure out what I can do to elevate myself in that specific area, then I'm going to joke you. That's like when you got Absolutely. a demon and I'm going to be, I'm be like, you know what, bro, this, that, and the third about you. Instead of me asking, be like, hey, man, uh, where can I procure one of those fine vehicles? Absolutely. So I, that's just my thing. That's why I say it's not necessarily about just about my folks. Anytime somebody does not have, a, and it goes even deeper into in regards to colorism, you know, like mm-hmm. it's crabs in a barrel mm-hmm. is basically what I'm say, saying. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you, Drew. I just, I just want you to know that it's so. If people gonna hate, let them hate, bro. They gonna hate regardless. And you, hey, I just want you to know that the podcast title is "Unpopular Black Opinions," and I verbally stated my unpopular black. You know opinion. what? You you definitely did, and I'll give you that. You did, bro. And that. we appreciate the diversity and thought. You know, one of my biggest pet peeves <laughs> is. <laughs> hey, the villain is coming out. The villain is coming out. Look, you know one of my biggest pet peeves, uh, as Lace and Drew would say about uh, black people, or particularly me, needing to extend my palate, is when black people finally experience something new, and because it's new, they think Here it's we something go. that's extremely extravagant. And let me just say Give us that, an example, Yeah, I need bro. an example. What are you talking he, about? Birkenstocks. Niggas then turn brunch into something that brunch is not. I agree with that. I'm tired of hearing <laughs> Okay, that brunch is, absolutely. Oh, brunch is not what y'all have turned it eat. into. You going to eat and drink mimosas. Come on now. Anybody can do that. Brunch is not tur- is not what y'all have turned it into. And that bothers my soul. And y'all be swearing y'all doing something with these little brunches. Y'all got advertisements and flyers and all type of other stuff. For people to come eat Eggo waffles and listen to you scream A over my Chicken tenders. Eggo waffles and chicken tenders. Hey, bro. Niggas is eating Tyson chicken tenders on, e- on Eggo waffles, bro. I'd be like, y'all don't go sit down somewhere, man. Nah, I agree with that, man. We going brunch in the day. No, you're not. Come on now. You're not. You're going to just break bread. You're going to have a meal. Cut it out. Well, you know, some people, some people have to do that because they don't even value what the whole brunch is about. The whole brunch is about fellowship. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta uh, advertise it to be a little bit more than what it actually is. Oh, we're gonna do brunch. This whole great thing. Why can't you just be happy you getting up with the peoples? You know what I'm saying? Like I know for us, it's just like, hey, um, if if I tell if I tell my wife, hey, I'm getting up with the guys this weekend. What y'all doing? I don't know. I just know we getting up. We go don't know. We gonna meet up in the spot because the part the the main part of us getting up is just us getting up. It ain't about the activity that we doing. It ain't about where we going. It's just that we getting up and we fellowshipping. That's the only thing it is, man. And so because... Hey, Troy, Mm -hmm. 
when you when you tell uh Shaka you going out, do you do she ask you what time you coming back or do you tell her what time you might be back? I pretty much give everything in one one fell swoop. So she doesn't even ask. So I'm like, "Hey, I'm um like for instance, uh was a month or two months ago, I went to um I stayed at, I crashed at Drew's crib. Hey babe, I'm going up on Friday. I'm crashing at Drew's crib. I should be back around this time." That's basically it. Mm. Hey, um, this is my unpopular black opinion. <laughs> I think OJ Drew just came in. Bro, that's my top number one right there, bro. I think he did it. If he right. if he didn't do it, like he directly he had a hand it, in he it. He had something to do with it. I didn't hear what you just bro, said. Bro, he orchestrated so that joint like a play. Hey, what you say, Mel? I didn't even hear what you said. I said my unpopular black opinion is that OJ did it. Yes. Of I think most people what have that opinion. About? I don't think that's unpopular. I think the whole world. Not, no, it's unpopular. I think the he United States. He just utilized the criminal justice system in the way that it is set exactly. up to beat the case. Exactly. We all know OJ did it's it. It's unpopular because black people will only say it around other black people. We won't say it in public. <laughs> oh, no, no. I will gladly say black, it in front of a white person. I don't have a problem that with that. Actually, yeah, I don't, I've actually explained it to a white person and why that case was so important for black people. It wasn't a matter. We needed a win. Huh? We said we needed a win at the Rodney. No King, matter how it came, we needed a win, dub. bro. We needed a win. Dub. We had, we had, we had felt so oppressed by this uh, system that we live in that even one that even a win that seemed corrupted, we'd be willing to take it just to say, <laughs> finally, somebody believes you gotta, us in our case. Yeah. You also have to consider too where it took place. So when you look at geographically where it took place, California, after Rodney King, after the riots, et cetera, it was time for a dub. Mm-hmm. And if you had one black person on that jury, you already know what time it is. I mean, come on now. I could have won that case. <laughs> I'm just mad that uh, he went to jail for stealing memorabilia. Bro. I feel like once His you beat murder. That was like them getting their lick back. Bro, once Bingo, you beat Drew, murder. You have it. Once you beat murder and Troy bleeped this out. Sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> but you got to think, like, though. Hold on, beat Mel, murder, hold on, nigga, just Hold on, Mel. You got to think. He had an affinity for white women. He also had a, he had a certain pride about himself. Because you got to think, OJ was that dude back in the day. From USC to the NFL to the, I mean, Hertz commercials, all of that. He was like the first black man on like Hertz commercials and stuff like that. So he was feeling himself. He did not. I don't know if you all have watched the documentary on it, but he honestly didn't relate to the black community until the trial mm. and johnny cochran johnny cochran really dove into that and that's how they won well my man jay-z said he hey jay-z <clears throat> brought this out and i didn't even realize he's oj said this uh i'm not black i'm, OJ. I'm not black i'm oj uh, exactly OJ. lace face okay. okay there you have it <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> Real talk, man. That's that's really what it was. That is truly what it was. Yo, that that so that leads me to another one of my most unpopular black opinions. And I was just in a uh heated <laughs> heated debate with somebody about this recently when uh speaking of this, when I was arguing with someone that blackness is twofold and blackness is not just equated to skin color. Mm. And this person was disagreeing with me. And I was saying it for the exact same reasons that we talking about right now, where OJ is black, but he was completely disassociating himself from all. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He had no relation to 
you know, black people and stuff like that. And a lot of people think that blackness starts and ends with your skin color and blackness is twofold it's skin and mind oh skin so folk ain't kin folk you know what i'm saying so i it's a lot of black people who think you know otherwise and this is another narrative and drew be touching on this narrative sometimes <sighs> <laughs> the black people who always saying that people used to tell me that i wasn't black or people tell me i'm not black because i talk properly Will you please stop with Troy bleep this out with the bullshit because finally because <laughs> you know good and well why niggas are telling you that they think you're not black and it's not because you articulate yourself well because there are amazing people who are all the way black who speak proper and use immaculate king's english etc cetera, etc cetera. just admit that you know <laughs> that you don't have that second foldness of blackness which is the mind Correct. part mm-hmm. And everybody knows that. So instead of just acknowledging that you disassociate yourself with blackness, and that's why they say that, you think it's a lot easier to just say, they said I'm not black because I talk proper. Basically assuming that all black people need to be speaking with Ebonics and improper grammar. Now, let me right. let me, right. let me say this, bro. I've never been accused of that, but I do know some people who have. Um, and they were solely told that they're not black because they talk properly and they use correct grammar in English and stuff like that. What else were they doing? But again, that's, that's not the only the, reason that they said that they the, weren't black. Feeding into the Eurocentric mindset that we can't expand our cultural palette, if you will, to have a, a lens uh, and a capability to speak um, clearly and articulate our message without using talk that talk. slang, et cetera. So, uh, I mean, I, we 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 have come to a place where we know how to turn it off and all. Like even the other day, I was at a spot picking up some breakfast, and I was standing in front of the area, like with the condiments, etc. White guy came up behind me. I didn't see him. He was like, "Excuse me." I was like, "Oh, my bad." He was like, "What?" I was like, "My fault. Go ahead." You know. So it's just kind of like that. How we can turn it off and on very quickly, and they still don't even understand what we're saying. Even in a, I'm giving you a pass to do what you need to do mm-hmm. type situation. But if I was like, oh, pardon me, if I would have said, oh, pardon me, excuse me. He would have easily picked up on on that concept. So yeah, it, we we get it all the time, man. We get it all the time. Hey, so I know we uh we run it we run it up on time. But this is another bl- uh, popular black opinion. Um, I think Tyler Perry's accomplishments are great. Uh, however, I hate Tyler Perry. <laughs> now, why? Do and you I think hate he Tyler uses Perry? black character. <laughs> I think that he promotes a monolithic stereotype of black people in all his movies and i think that he has benefited off of uh perpetrating or portraying black characters of um of black people and so i think spike lee's criticism i think spike lee's criticism of tyler perry was was pretty apt so who's 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 well i think i think spike lee spike lee in tyler perry had beef for a little bit well, I, I think about it from this particular lens. Do I like all of his productions? No, I think they are um, somewhat interesting. I'll leave it at that. But I think from what he's been able to build to give a platform to other black individuals who would not have gotten opportunity in this industry, uh, that it is it perpetuates a different narrative in the end. Uh, but I, also how it was birth. I mean, he created these characters from how he used to engage with his family members to make them laugh when they were going through struggle and stuff like that. You can't really knock that because that is his experience. Now, the fact that he is capitalizing on that, then cool. I, I, 
a, a story about it. I have a, a individual whom I used to work with and, um, we were going through a dialogue on race and ethnicity a program that I oversee. Um, and he was like, well, I don't know if I should be in that category, uh, LaShan, because um, my son is black. He says this in front of everybody. I said, okay. He was like, you want to know how I learned about um, black community was from watching uh, Tyler Perry movies. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I said, yo, don't ever say that in no other setting. <laughs> where, where, we <laughs> where we at, right? Again, good intent. But the impact, which is like, nah, you you should not be picking up on the culture from solely watching Tyler Perry movies and the fact that you have adopted a black son. So, nah, I, I agree with you, Drew. I think it's a both and, but I think it is uh, uh, broader than than that because he has created pathways for other people um, and giving them a platform that they wouldn't normally get. I would say that Tyler Perry uh, gives a glimpse into some black culture, but not the totality of black culture. Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, for so sure. For it, sure. I mean, it can be helpful for some people to understand. However, if you're if you're basing your whole perception of black people just off Tyler Perry plays, then you're going to miss out on um, quite a few uh, cues um, or just the uh, the spectrum of what black people are because we're yeah, not a monolith yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of of a people. So that's why I give now where I will critique um, um, Tyler Perry. Um, is on his overly usage of um, uh, of having men like half naked men and in his productions and stuff like that. But at the same time, I mean, I'm, I'm critiquing him because I don't want to see that. But at the same time, I ain't mad at him because homie knew his audience. <laughs> homie knew his audience, and he knew how he can capitalize. So. Absolutely, Drew's face, and was that's crazy, black bro. women. Can capitalize with black women. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it a, st- I'm gonna keep it a thou wow with you. If I had a body like one of them jokers, I'd be all in a Tyler. I'd be in Tyler Perry, Medea's uh, funeral, <laughs> Medea's funeral too, Medea's funeral. She resurrected. Uh, <laughs> I'd be on every last <laughs> one of them joints flexing. Troy, so you mad? Are you mad because he's showing half naked men? Or are you mad because you don't have a half naked man body that can be displayed in Tyler Perry plays? So, um, in in the words of my brother, um, um, Lace, it's a both and, and um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Look, I think both of y'all, I think both of y'all kind of proved Drew's point a little bit, uh, about how he feels like Tyler Perry just don't represent blackness well in his productions and how white people or not let me not just limit it to white people how others are collecting information about what they perceive as black from his movies and stuff like that i kind of agree with lace in terms of maybe i don't like all of his productions you know but i don't hate on his process you know and what he's done because while we may hate medea and uh not i mean we i like medea more when it was stage place i kind of got tired of it as the Movies came. Movies out. continue to grow, but he's put a lot of black yeah, people Medea on. Went, Medea you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he don't. He don't put a lot of black people on, giving a lot of black actors opportunities that they probably would have never gotten from, you know, other places. So that that strength alone, you know, I give Tyler Perry a lot of respect. But, and he's evolved hey, too. I mean, his his, that's his productions has evolved as well. I sit. I yo. I appreciate his accomplishments and the pathways that he's made. It's just my unpopular back black opinion that I sure, think that yeah, his yeah, his series have been detrimental to the culture because we know, I mean, I can't remember the specific study, but the data says that most white people get their understanding of black culture from TV and media. That's why I'm popular black opinion. 
Real Housewives of anything is trash. Oh, that's like not I even hate any production. I agree with that's that. The, that's the truth. I agree bro. with that. Trash. No, bro. Not bro. That. That's unpopular. Believe me, bro. But that, Believe but that goes me. That, that goes back to say though what we what we're willing to do um, for the bag that is detrimental to the culture. Because I mean, Nene and all these other folks, they eating. They don't care about the the residue from what they put out there. Uh, negative sense and how they perpetuate how individuals act and how they can't have a conversation without yelling and throwing a glass of wine right. on somebody and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So we will perpetuate uh, piss poor behavior for the bag. And that is detrimental to the culture. Hey, a couple of more I'm going to get off. Unpopular black opinion. Hennessy <laughs> is trash. Hennessy, Hennessy is, is trash. trash. I actually was going to say that, Drew. That I was actually on that. my list. That's true. Hey, un un that. Unpopular yes. opinion. Uh, the Jamie Foxx show is not funny. You, I will, you I will get off this tell, podcast. Bro, I will the last get off the podcast. Get off. I almost kicked you out. I don't think it's funny. I'm literally I watching. I don't think it's I'm funny. literally watching Jamie Foxx now as if I've never seen it before, and I'm episode. cracking up, bro. I'm cra I'm in season two don't right now because, and I've been watching nonstop since last week. Cracking up. Yeah, I can't support you on that, my brother. Hey, this is supposed to be a safe space. Any more egregious statements you want to make before we close? <laughs> I'm the only one that's really been give, giving out unpopular hey, black so, so Let me tell you, I you had some things to get off your chest, bro. You first of all, Drew. First, first of all, to the listeners, I just, first of all, I don't talk enough. Now I'm talking too much. I hate everybody. Hey, I'm actually glad that Drew back. I'm actually glad that Drew talking because he was kind of quiet for like the first 10 episodes of the 15 episodes that we have. So the last five weeks been straight but look bro i've been offering real unpopular black opinion i just basically told black people that they want black three minutes ago and lace actually touched on one of my unpopular black opinions but i don't even know if it's safe for me to talk about it uh because before we got on this thing tonight y'all told me not to talk about nothing that could get us canceled yeah yeah and i feel I like if i share this unpopular black opinion that i have right now this will look, immediately my, become a my dead unpopular episode. black opinion is wigs are trash i'm just gonna throw it out there. wigs I are absolutely wigs. trash i hate I wigs i hate if i see your if i see your ball if i see your ball cap <laughs> I, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Just can't do it. I, I do. Hey, I can't have a conversation. Can't have a conversation with you because that is exactly what I'm looking at. A unpopular black opinion: lemon pepper is a trash flavor. It is. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It is. Whoa, whoa. When you stop lemon Yo. peppers, trash. <laughs> Yo, bro. first Lace of all, you're a menace. Eating, you're, Lace you're is a eating. menace, but Drew is a terrorist right now. <laughs> Yeah, crimes against crimes against humanity. He needs to be locked. Give you him need the to chair. be locked up. Give him the lethal injection nah, right hey, now, Drew. I'm Yo. with you, bro. I don't. I don't see what what's so. First of all, why are you eating Wingstop? That is commercialized wings. Like, why are you eating Wingstop? Uh, who, who, no, I, I said the flavor bang, is I trash. Do bang with Wingstop. I do not. Wingstop is not. Well, I really enjoyed Wingstop. Wingstop is trash. Ever since they started selling thighs, though, the thighs was busting. But now that they didn't look, took I'm, thighs not gonna, off the I'm not going to eat a I'm not going to eat a bushel of GMO thighs, bro. I'm just not going to do that. Yo. There's no way that they are producing <laughs> popular opinion. Them thighs popular opinion. that are that are all natural. Popular opinion. Thighs, chicken thighs are dis are the worst piece of chicken. You are bro. going Whoa. to hell, what, bro. <laughs> you're wilding, bro. Oh, no, 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 you're no, no, wilding. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. I'm thinking of the breast. I'm thinking of the breast. Is the worst part. Okay, okay. I'm, gl Even I'm worse. glad you. 
No, no, I, I agree. Breasts are not the breasts best. Breasts are not the best. The thighs, no, he the breasts said, don't he have any no flavor. So that was not his statement. He wasn't saying that breasts aren't the best. He was saying that breasts are the worst piece of chicken. Uh, yes, uh, they're, they're the worst cut of chicken. So if you if 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 you had to rank them, is going. So you telling me you rather eat, you rather eat drums <laughs> than a breast? You rather eat chicken legs? I'd rather have a thigh than go wing, leg. Than breast, if I have to, if I had to, you're wilding, yo. Troy, you're wilding, you're wilding. <laughs> Unpopular black opinion. Uh, I just, hey, I, when, when, when you at the pearly gates, when you at the pearly gates, and the Lord running your 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 uh, your monologue back, I'm gonna stand up and say, hey, he gotta go, <laughs> gotta, go. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. Unpopular <laughs> black opinion. Uh, tr- future, and I'm gonna scream out from the back. This nigga like chicken legs. <laughs> Right. Let let me in, Lord. He like chicken legs. <laughs> Listen, let me give my unpopular black opinion. I really don't know how adults like chicken legs. I'm not just talking about Troy. I know a lot of other adults that actually like chicken legs, and I don't even understand how that's a thing. If you don't go sit yourself down at the kitty table eating them chicken legs like that. <laughs> a legit chicken leg. Um Yeah, that's ridiculous. Grow up. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> Grow up. Unpopular black opinion. I don't. I don't like Future. Oh, I can agree with that. I mean, the rapper. Yes. Why, Troy? You don't like his views on? Never no, 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 no. Oh no, his. I don't know. I don't be knowing what he be saying. To be quite honest with you. First of all, I don't. Outside I of March Madness, a uh, March Madness, uh, in a Bugatti, um, a few tracks off the Jumpman album. Jump, the Jumpman, the song. He has solid features. He has solid features. Right, but him, him, I don't even know about that. Yeah, I bro, agree with on, that. Even Troy. on that song, he's like, la di da di da, slap on me now. Like, come on, bro. You not even You rapping. listen to worse. Now, he be flo- You've listened to worse. He floats on a couple tracks. I give him that. But what, what, how people have dubbed him to be like this awesome elite rapper, he's not that at all. I agree with you, Troy. I can agree with you on that. Who said that Future is an elite rapper? Well, maybe an artist or a music, you know what I'm saying, or uh, whatever. But he's not. He's not all of that. I'm not judging him on his lifestyle. I know he's, you know, he's known for his toxic, you know, um, uh, type of uh, process of thinking and stuff like that. Or I don't know. They've made memes out of him. That's what I'm. That's more so what I'm talking about is being toxic, not necessarily him. I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about his music, bro. I, I don't see what everybody sees in him. I appreciate your diversity of thought. Uh, <laughs> I have a couple of more unpopular black opinions. Hit us with it, Drew. Let's go, Drew. Come it. on, Drew. Yeah, I can't you, do it, bro. Let us no, go. Ahead, bro. Man. No, how you going to announce it? it you got to say it bro, now. Bro, how you going to announce my it unpop- and not come out with nah, it? That ain't even unpopular. That's a popular opinion. I ain't even going to share that one. A lot of people got that pet peeve. What's that? Don't tell me you're going to say something then don't say it. I agree with that, man. Kick it. Macaroni and cheese is all right, but it ain't all the hype that everybody be giving. It, it. depends on who. I agree with it. that. No, bro. Go. Like, bro, cats have glorified macaroni and cheese to the point that niggas ain't worried about yams, the greens. Oh, and niggas always worried turkey. about yams. Don't get it. Always yams better be on the menu because a nigga's always worried about yams. <laughs> if yams ain't on the menu, I ain't eating it. <laughs> uh, I just don't. I don't under. 
I don't understand the obsession over macaroni and cheese. Again, another commercialized dish. Because again, if I hear somebody say, oh, I'm making mac and cheese, I'm not eating that. <laughs> I'm not eating nothing that says mac and cheese. I need macaroni, macaroni and cheese. And yeah, cheese. I feel you on that. All right, Drew, what else you got? He got a note. Um, Look how he's looking down. He reading them off a list. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think, dog. I mean, y'all. So let me ask you this, early. Drew. Let me ask you this, Drew. Can should macaroni unpopular opinion? Should macaroni and cheese be a is it a side or a main dish? It's a side. Depending on the audience. Uh depending on the audience. In my household, my family, it's a side yeah, dish. Most definitely. Nobody's eating macaroni and cheese then going to bed afterwards. Right. I feel it. I feel like it could be a main dish if it's a uh like a Yo, somebody kick him out of here. No, Yo, listen to what I'm about to say first. I don't want to listen to what I'm about to say can convince me that it's a listen to what I'm about to say. If it's a stand if it's a standard mac and cheese, I think it's a side. But if we talking seafood mac and cheese that has shrimp and stuff, lobster stuff in it, a I think side. that could be it's a still main. a side. I think that could still I be a main dish. I think it actually changes the... No, it's still a side for I one. I think it changes what it actually is, and it doesn't become... The is. It's not it's macaroni, macaroni and cheese, cheese at that yeah. point. That's pasta. Yeah, basically. And the fact that you referred to it as mac and cheese shows me who you are, <laughs> truly, at the depth of your heart. Because that's the name it was given. No, it was not. That was the Eurocentric name. <laughs> seafood mac, it macaroni seafood, mac and, and cheese. cheese. Question to the group. You guys are more politically... Um, aware than I am. Not me. Well, go ahead, Troy. Was <laughs> was Barack Obama the first black, well, first half black president? A lot of people just say he's the he's the first black president. He black. He black. Um was he a good president? If you're trying to get me to speak negatively about Barack Obama on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You might as well, well move I will along. Say, I will say this. All of our um, commanders in chief have had flaws. I think that some are, they transition to each leadership. Mm -hmm. Because again, you just can't undo what other people have done years in advance. I mean, let's just be honest. So in some ways he was good. In other ways he was not. Um, I think too, when you uh, look at it from a lens of quote unquote political power, Presidents really don't have as much power as people give right. them. I mean, let's just right, be right, honest. Right. Um, so you have to look at it from the large uh, scheme of things. But did he do some things well? Absolutely. Did he do some things that are still that we're still paying for to this day? Absolutely. But what president have, hasn't? I mean, look at Clinton. Everybody loved Clinton, but he did some things that were terrible and that we are still dealing with to this day. So, yeah, I, I would say that um, there's good and bad on, on, on both ends. Yeah. So... So to answer your question, Troy, um, this is was a topic of a discussion in uh, at the barbershop, R.I.P. Scotty, um, numerous times in regards to the um, validity of the job that, um, here we go, validity of the job that uh, Obama did. And I think as black people, this is an unpopular black opinion. We set Barack Obama up for failure because as black people, we are not invested in the political process as we should be. Unpopular um, black opinion, man, my vote, my vote don't matter. Okay, so why right. are cats trying to actively trying to get you not to vote if it didn't matter? And we didn't do what we were supposed to in the midterms. So when Obama <clears throat> got elected, the he had control of the Senate and the House for 2009 through 2010. 
But then through 2014, or really 2011 or 14, he had control of the Senate, but he didn't have control of the House. Mm -hmm. And so from 15 to 17, really, so 2011 to 17, seven or six years out of his presidency, he had a Republican-controlled Senate and House. Correct. What could he have done? Because we didn't go and vote during the midterms. Mm -hmm. Right. And so people want to complain and say that, well, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. Well, you didn't help the brother do it. But now Cornell West and the rest of these cats can complain and say he didn't do this, but we didn't do our part. Correct. And on top of that, we have to understand the political system and where change truly happens. And as you mentioned, House, Senate, all of that, that matters. I mean, you send a bill up through House to get stops in the Senate, vice versa. I mean, those are things that the president has nothing to really do with that, although they can, um, you know, go an uh, alternative route, as we saw with Trump what he tried to do in a lot of ways as far as executive orders, et cetera, but that only goes but so far. Yeah. I just learned the three branches of government. I, no, that's a true statement. I really did just learn the three branches of, of government last year. I've been telling Drew for forever. I'm not very political, you know, that don't lean to my, my brain capacity, but I try to pay attention to it because I understand how important it is. I just don't understand all the parts. And the very first time that I ever voted was for Barack Obama, but that was also the very first time that I was old enough to vote. Mm. And the only reason I voted was because he was black. That was my only reason for voting for him. He could have told me anything he wanted to tell me during the campaign, and I would have voted for him. And the second time he came back around, he could have told I voted you water is wet, and you would have voted for him. I voted for him again <laughs> because he was black. <laughs> I ain't voted to get him in, but I reason. did vote. I ain't vote to get him in, but I did vote to keep him in there. That was my my only reason. Guilty. Hey, I couldn't tell you what he was campaigning, what he said, or what he promised. I know he ain't had no scandals. He loved his wife. He had no tattoos. He knew how to talk and wore a suit, and he was educated. And I said, if there's anybody that could represent black people right now, is this person? So, he smoked, so can he you might. admit that he was the? Can you admit that he was the exception to the rule, the exceptionalism? Uh. I wouldn't, hard to say only yes. Negro I do think, by no, listen, this. listen to what I'm about to say. <laughs> listen to what I'm about to say. I, I think that he is one of many people that would be labeled as an exception to the rule, but he was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to be in the seat that he was in and do what he Maybe doing Maybe I watched too much House of Cards because I think that he was just hand selected and that's just how, <laughs> how it works behind the scenes on the political landscape. I'm not going to lie. The, the older I get, the more I start to think this whole process is rigged oh, because big, oh, absolutely. it just doesn't make sense. Big, absolutely. Like, think about it, bro. They did the data. So every time a president has been elected, I think except once, the uh, Virginia has selected a governor that is opposite. I think the only time was when... Um, when Obama, yeah, when Obama got elected and then we elected Terry McCullough, but it just it just doesn't add up, dog. It doesn't add up because when you poll the country, it's a more liberal and progressive country than people realize. So how do we just keep how do all bro either the Republicans let me stop before I get canceled? Don't they don't go vote as you stated? Because again, if the big if the biggest turnout, look at Virginia, for example. If it's not for Northern Virginia, Virginia's a, a red, state. red state. I mean, let's just be real. So in the it seven, is the five. small pockets. Uh, I mean, but we all know, we all know that Nova is the the spot that really makes it blue every every year. Because we when an election goes on, the whole state is red until all the votes until from Nova all the votes from North Virginia come through, <laughs> and then the state turns blue. 
So that's that's just how it goes. But when you look at other states like Texas, um, North Carolina, South Carolina, these states, I mean, you 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 it's outside of Atlanta. What part of Georgia you want to go to outside of Atlanta? Decatur. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe Savannah. I mean, come on now. Savannah. I would might go to Decatur. You um, might go to visit, but you ain't going to. <laughs> I'm never living in Savannah. For no Absolutely time. I'm, that, that's what I'm saying. Hey, um, uh, I had an unpopular black opinion and just left my brain. Hey, Drew, like real that, quick. But, I'm going to say this right now so I don't forget. I don't want to be embarrassed on the podcast. But when we get off, I know we said we was going to sleep. But tomorrow take like 15 to 30 minutes to explain the difference between the house and Senate for me. So I know what I'm talking about. When I talk about <laughs> Man, I can't keep him, up I'm with none of this conversation. On, on the hill I can't keep up with none of this conversation, schools. bro. I remember, the, I remember that, but I don't. <laughs> there's a, there's a couple school hey, unpopular black songs of... that we're going to, that we're going to send right. to you, bro. No, nah, bro. Tell, I, I need somebody else to, to tell it to me. But hey, no, Mel, I got you, bro. I'm going to break it down for you. Hey, unpopular black opinion. Black people are not vested enough in the political process in current affairs. That's, that's a not popular. Unpopular. That's a fact. That's we all admit that a yeah, lot. That's, fact. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth, bro. Hey. <laughs> you ask a nigga right now what's going on in Russia. I mean, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, huh? What you talking about, bro? Like, never mind, man. And I how do understand that part, us. though. And that how, how that impacts us here. Um, but again, we we live in a space where if it's not directly in our face, we don't pay we don't pay much attention to it. That's just how that's just how we are as American people. We just don't. Hey, I will. But tell, let somebody I, tell you I, you need to wear a mask in a building. All hell go break loose. You know or what I'm saying? Ukraine, so. I should say. What you say, Mel? I was just say, going to say I was proud of myself because I do at least understand and know what's going on over there in the Ukraine. It's wild, bro. Cassis. That's big. That's big for Yo, me. For those who don't, I know. keep trying to explain to people, dog. Think about it, bro. It's been a. I think I ain't gonna say that because I'm not sure, but it's been a long time since America had has had a war on its soil, and I'm like, bro, can you imagine like being posted about your apartment with an AK trying to defend your home? That's wild, right? Bro, I that's be like regular day. cats, bro. bro. I be every day. I be posted up at the crib with uh with the Thule in hand because my sleep paralysis make me think that demons is dancing in my daggone bedroom with me. So I got the, I got, I got Hey, y'all, it's big, it's big, it's big, You need that antibiotic again, bro, because you tripping right now. Am I the only one that has sleep paralysis in this whole conversation? Hey, let me tell you, let me tell you, Troy, so, bro, I actually just, we actually just did this in class. Um, it's called the rich, uh, wide, uh, the rich, uh, the witch riding your back. Right. Um, it's like a, it's a voodoo thing. You know what I'm saying? And so we, we'll, t- we'll break that down after the podcast is over. But, but I'm the only. I've definitely had sleep paralysis. Manly D. Hey, Troy. We, first of all, Melvin, we need to figure out uh, what everybody. We need to figure out like a name for our listeners, like the Manly Deeds something or the the Manly Crew. I don't know what it what it call them, but anyway, I'm. Listeners, am I the only one who deals with sleep paralysis? Like I literally, I, I, I that joint scary. That joint is. I've experienced sleep paralysis. I ain't gonna say I deal with it. I've experienced it before, and that joint is scary when you awake and your body won't do it what you won't tell it do move. what you want. You can to hear do. everything. You can hear everything that's going around, bro. Lace, if you've never experienced uh, sleep paralysis, it's actually a very terrifying it experience, is bro. I have not experienced that joint is little that joint is legit terrifying, bro. You are wide awake and your eyes are open, 
but your body won't move and, oh, and you tell it my to eyes, move. So my eyes won't open. I will be like awake, but my body, like I can hear everything that's going on, but my body won't my move. My eyes are open. My eyes are open and I cannot move my body. Hey, but you so tell yourself to, tell to people, move. Yes. I've had to tell people like, yo, if you see me like stuck, or like twitching, nigga, come grab me and shake me to wake me up. Because no, for real, like you seriously, can't even though, talk, though. Like, that's the scary part because you can't even talk because you can't say to somebody to come help you either. You let you legit can't you do can't nothing. Do nothing, bro. For the listeners, it's a um. So I asked my doctor, sleep paralysis is a result of bad uh, bad blood circulation. So if you take an aspirin or like a blood thinner, oh Lord, I got the active. Hey, you got it, yo. <laughs> Y'all niggas gonna be popping bare aspirin before y'all oh go to sleep. Hey, bro, dog. I, I, he was like, "Yo, it's bad uh, blood circulation." So if you are active, you know what I'm saying, or like you wear um, compression clothing, it will um, it will limit your interactions with sleep paralysis. Mm. Man, that's crazy. No, I have not experienced that. Uh, prayerfully, from what you all have uh, identified, I will not. Uh, so. That ain't scary, bro. I have experienced it one or two times. Then I also heard from country folk that if you do experience sleep paralysis, they call it. They say it's a witch riding your back. You ever yeah, heard that what, before? That's yep. what uh, Drew said. Yeah, basically saying it was trying to suffocate you in your sleep. Y'all ain't living right. <laughs> that's what my grandma told me. I told her what happened. She said, "Baby, that was a witch riding your back." I said, "Nigga, but, what?" But I was looking. But I was facing up. How's it riding my back? <laughs> Yo, this ain't funny. This ain't funny, but it happened to me the first time, and then I explained it what happened, and that that's when they was like, "Oh, that was a witch riding your back." And then it happened to me again, and it made me even more scared because then I thought I thought witches was on me. So, so, so you, think, you think witches is on you, and you screaming in your soul trying to move your body, and your body won't move, and you could just feel yourself crying because you're like, "Yo, witches is trying to kill me in this bed right now." Blessed be my God. I cannot believe we hey. went this direction in our conversation tonight. But I, I'm a grown man right and I can't there. sleep with the door open because I'm afraid to look out in the dark in the middle. Oh of the no, night. bro! The door got to hey, be bro, locked. I keep this, hey, the door got to be closed. I'm talking about my bedroom. If door. I wake up in the middle of the night and my door is open and I see out into the dark, <laughs> I'm grabbing the strap. Just take me to Jesus. Grab the strap. Hey, bro. I'm I done keep for, bro. Truly on the nightstand, bro, and the door locked just in case. I'm done for, bro. And I'm setting up traps. It, I'm setting up traps at the front door like Home Alone, bro. As soon as I go to sleep, there's traps <laughs> all over the place. My boy got marbles and cars. Got paint cans from the top. Hey, bro, you got. Hey, bro, you get to Troy's crib. Like, nigga, why are all these marbles in the floor? <laughs> nigga, what you got, got going on? Booby traps. You got booby traps. You got nails in the carpet. I got booby traps everywhere, like bro. <laughs> I got booby traps everywhere. What kind of MacGyver bullshit is this? <laughs> when I was a kid, I was really scared of the dark. And I used to uh, sing No Weapon in the Bed when I was uh, younger to try to keep myself from crying. You said you did what? Sing No Weapon. I was, I was sing No Weapon. <laughs> hey, man. Go- Melvin, log us off, man. We just being goofy. Now. Yeah, we out of here, yo. We out of here. We, we appreciate y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all for listening. My boy was in the bed trembling. No so weapon. So against me. Oh. Oh. No weapon. <laughs>
No, last one. Last last one. Last one, because that's a true story. Last one. I ain't tell y'all about the time. <laughs> Look. I ain't tell y'all about the time I about scared myself half to death. Go ahead, yo. Oh my That's crazy. Yo. That's crazy. I'm gonna t- next time. I'm gonna tell you about the time I went to the African Wax Museum and saw the slave sl- slave ship replication, and almost scared myself half to death. That joint scarred me for life. Why bro. you thought it was moving or something? No. So we when it was the church that put on this field trip because you know during Black History Month everybody want to celebrate our blackness, so they thought it'd be a good idea to take us to the African Wax Museum. Ain't nobody say that. The top half is all the famous people that that you like. So it'd be like uh, Jackie Robinson or Martin Luther King, somebody like that. <laughs> then they're like, "All right, we go take y'all downstairs." <clears throat> they ain't say that as we walking downstairs, it was gonna turn into an all-out slave ship with wax replicas <laughs> of the chase and <laughs> people being strapped and stuff, getting <laughs> getting beat and stuff like that. Had babies and drawers, all type of stuff. When we went down there. And that joint scared the hell out of me. I was like 10 years old. That joint messed me up. Then we went home. I went to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and my dad had his bathrobe hanging on the back of the door. And when I closed the door, that joint brushed past my shoulder. And I thought somebody was coming to snatch me for the slave trade. Boy, I ran out that bathroom in the middle of the night. It was like two-something, crying to death. My dad asked me what's wrong. I couldn't even explain what was going on. He kicked me out of his room. No mental support, no emotional support. That's why I'm the way I am right now. So I realized that if I was ever in a time of need, my daddy wasn't gonna rescue me. So I had to sing no weapon in my bed under the covers. And that was good enough for me. (laughs) This has been the Manly D's podcast as always. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us, man. (laughs) Much love and peace to y'all. Until next time. (laughs) 